it's fucking going now, so it fire is? away. I press play. You want me to stop and oh, we can re-record? Oh, my God, Kyle, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Here, let me pause it. <laughs> it's yeah, not paused go. anymore. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Your fiance is a psycho. I know. I don't know if you just witnessed what just happened here and you're still willing to marry him, but... <laughs> well, you you were like, I want to I wanna talk about New Year's. So I was like, play. And then you're like, well, what, what, you already pressed play? So then I paused it. And then you're like, oh, no, it's okay. Just press play. Yeah, the actions of a clearly disturbed man <laughs> is what you just described. <laughs> you, you, right? That's who we're talking about is your, Holy cow. your issues. This is how we're starting off the New Year's, folks. Welcome to this podcast. What's the name of it? It's Recovered AF. Okay. Yep, Recovered AF Podcast. Do we have a guest today? Yeah, we do. Her name's Megan. Or hey. Little Maggie Weggy. Little Maggie That's Weggs. Right. <laughs> She's been on the podcast before. Yeah. She's engaged to marry you. It's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm engaged to marry her, actually. That's but, right. Yeah. She proposed. Yeah. I got down on one knee. Yeah. <laughs> it was romantic. Sounds like it. <laughs> so what's going on, dude? Do we need to do a disclaimer? Are we going to talk about recovery today? I have no idea, but we should do is do this disclaimer. All right. Because so, the three of us are all in... 12-step organizations. Yeah, these two are in a different one than me, though. So that could only leave you to believe we wouldn't be spoking for any... Spoking. <laughs> New word. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> we wouldn't be spoking for uh, any 12-step organizations or rep or repping those. Kyle's repping Kyle. Megan's repping Megan. And I'm repping myself. Yeah, dude. Yep. So, because uh, I don't want anyone to think like that we uh, or those are, are representing those groups in any way because we're just not. We're not. Nope. And we might have different experiences than those groups. We might have some of the same experiences yep. too. Yeah, that's right. We're not yep. repping them at all. That's what I found. I, there's not just uh, everybody's having their own experience and they might all be, they might vary widely. In fact, I'm sure they do. Mm-hmm. So that was a weird noise. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that again. Bad enough for your shit. <laughs> I'm feisty today. Yeah, I think you're the feisty one. Oh, I'm feisty. Yeah. yeah. So, I love it when you guys are feisty. So, uh, anyways, yeah, we're we got a podcast going. What are we going to talk about today? Well, you know, just the only thing that I was really thinking about. It's New Year's Day. Today is right mm-hmm. now. Is. How'd you make it through New Year's Eve without drinking? <laughs> <laughs> were you well, grabbing on for dear life? <laughs> I was holding on dearly. <laughs> I almost snorted all the drugs and drank all the alcohols, <laughs> but instead I just went to my in-laws, watched the University of Wyoming playing a bowl game, played a little shuffleboard. I tried to play darts, but apparently I have a some sort of an elbow problem that prohibits me from doing that. <laughs> like for real, or you're just <laughs> yeah. not good at darts? That's why I hold my elbow when I do it, because yeah. mine go... Uh, no, I just threw about six of them and it hurt, so I stopped. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. It's just because you're old. I'm 42, but I'm almost 43 next month. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's old as fuck. So you, it was. It's New Year's Day today. Yeah, and I did get stuff put in my butt again yesterday too. Oh, you got some testosterone. Is that TRT? Is that what that is? No, it's just testosterone. Isn't that TRT? Oh, I don't know. Testosterone replacement therapy. Oh, this is called BioT. Okay. Up the keister. Yeah, that's what I I didn't keister them. Because uh, that would probably have a more immediate effect if yeah straight you know, in your bloodstream. People, yeah, these just uh, that's why dudes butt chug. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. And, uh, and uh, so I just put uh, they just go into the fatty tissue on in my butt. Mm. 
right here. Oh. Yeah. So it hurts today. I think I've talked to you about this before, probably on this. How did you know you needed testosterone? I didn't. I didn't. Amber was Amber's cousin was doing this and she was right. having a bunch of energy and I think maybe experiencing some weight loss. So Amber was like, we should do this. Mm -hmm. And I was on drugs and I did not want anyone to find out. And so I was hesitant to go down there because they had to draw blood and mm -hmm. all of this other stuff. And it was a big problem. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I went down there. Turns out I was incredibly low. And so they put a bunch of pellets into my butt. But there was no immediate effect because well, I was doing a lot of drugs and I was overweight and I was smoking a pack and a half. And just like everything and eating terrible and just everything that could offset the effects I was pretty much doing. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, and then things changed and now I can't live without it. It might be a problem. <laughs> That's cool, though. Yeah, I went to the gym yesterday and I lifted weights. I couldn't lift hardly any. Maybe it was because I didn't lift for a month. Maybe it's because I need more testosterone. <laughs> I, of course, decided on the latter. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. So uh, so that was New Year's Eve. Nice. Playing shuffleboard, <laughs> eating peanuts, and uh, I had a Diet Coke. Went to bed about 10, 10 so 30. So did we. Yeah. Yeah. We did the same thing. Yeah. We went to dinner, watched UW, and then, oh, I, I had Megan watch this movie that she hasn't seen that's really good what is it end of watch it's an action movie yeah, about cops good. in la it's fucking dope oh, okay it's really good when, so when did it when was it released 2012 okay it's good mm -hmm. it's yeah. got your boy jake gyllenhaal oh and michael pena it's really a good movie and she doesn't like action movies. So no, I just said I don't like stupid action movies where people yeah. are flying around and jumping out of buildings and shit. No thank you. Yeah, I uh I probably I probably uh I it, yeah, I don't either. No. But this was like a about gangs of the gangs of LA and it was like cops and it was cool. I liked it. It was dope. Yeah. It's really good. It was movie. like real. It was about gangs and cops. Gangs it's about and gangs, cops. cartels. Cops. Drugs. Yeah, I saw that shootings. movie. It's called Colors, and it was starred Sean Penn in like 1984. Nope. Tell us more about how old you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some some people know what I'm talking about. Uh, I don't. Yeah. Nope. That's because you guys are 12. Yeah. Uh. So you guys have never seen Colors. No. no. I've never even heard of it. You better Netflix that shit. <laughs> so yeah, dude. Or however, however, people of your generation watch movies. Go to Blockbuster and rent it, okay? There's no more Blockbusters. Okay. Those yep. are gone. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I think you can Netflix it and they'll email you a DVD. Or, I mean, uh, actually mail you a DVD. Yeah, back. That's how Netflix started. I'm making another joke of how oh, old okay. you are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> back in my day. Back in my day. <laughs> my parents paid like $1,000 for a VCR when they first came oh out. Oh, my God. Back in about 80. On Christmas, Ooh. we watched. What did we watch? Uh, Some old fucking movie on a VCR. Oh, yeah. We watched uh, the, the Grinch, the original cartoon, of course, not yeah. Jim Carrey. I haven't seen a VCR in a decade. Yeah, my mom was like, oh, we need to rewind it. <laughs> click, and then it would go too far, and then we'd have to yeah. click it again. <laughs> I was like, what in <laughs> the fuck my... are we doing? You have to sit there and press rewind, it's... and then you hear it. Yeah, the it was that's my, awesome. That's my childhood. And like uh, listening to tapes, you know, back before I reached adolescence we had to listen to tapes mm -hmm. instead of cds and mm -hmm. you had, had a tape yeah i used to listen to tapes all the time yeah, he did? oh yeah oh okay the what was first, your first one my first tape was mace okay <laughs> mace's part was a hip-hop rapper with uh, puff daddy oh okay yeah 
Mace. That was a great, great tape. Mace. <laughs> and then I got Puff Daddy and Coolio. So okay. Cool. Gangster's Paradise. I think I um, there was a uh, Molly Crew album tape that I had, I think. that was Molly Crew or Motley? Motley Crew. Okay, I didn't hear you. And, uh, <laughs> I was like, Molly Crew, I've never heard of that. And it was Theater of Pain, and I, I wore that one out mm. in about the third grade. That's so funny. That's pretty good, too. Yeah. What was your, you didn't have tapes, I huh? didn't. Ha- I don't think I ever had a tape. I used to have a little. Out of my house. I know. <laughs> you know, like a Walkman, like an original Walkman, yeah. where it was like a portable tape player. That yeah. was how I would listen to all of See, those. Yeah. He did it. I yeah. didn't. No, I had a little boombox in my room. I, I had would a boombox with CDs, though. Yeah. yeah. How do I have stuff that's older? I don't know. You're older than me. Yeah. Hmm. By a lot. No, three years. Because Kyle grew up poor and destitute, probably. <laughs> that's true. We I did grow too. up in a trailer for a while. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. There you go. There you have it. Yep. So. Anyway, so we were talking this morning and we were talking and I was like, this is good because we were discussing working with others because Megan has a couple sponsees as well. Okay. And we were just talking about, um, I don't know, maybe not being super stoked about doing it all the time. Mm, You know what I mean? Working with others? Just any of it. Oh, yeah. You know, and like the. Like, um, I guess really, uh, knowing that I have to do that, but it's not like I'm super stoked about it. You know what I mean? No, that's amazing that you talked about that because I was having this thought earlier today because I was, uh, just lethargic and sleepy this morning. And I was like, man, you got to get up, you know, and these two coming over to do a podcast and you need to, you know, get up and sort of get into that mindset because I can't just do this. I can't sit here and talk to you if I don't want to talk to you. Mm -hmm. It's not going to turn out Mm -hmm. very well. Right. And so, but I had the thought because several days ago I had the thought about, you know, just doing because, you know, New Year's is coming up and people are setting intentions Mm -hmm. for the new year and, 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 and reviewing their last year and, and I, I was looking through all of this, and the, and the thought occurred to me that I, that stuff's all, all to the good, but what I have to do is just do, it's mm-hmm. just do. And then this morning before you guys caught here, when I was getting up and doing that stuff, I the, the realization that um, everybody goes through this. Th- nobody wants to do it all of the time, right? The right. people that we listen to their podcasts that are really, I'm having a trouble talking. To no, you're fine. I like it. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Thanks. It's good. <laughs> the people whose podcasts we listen to talk about it too. We, I just assume that everybody's motivated all the time. Mm. And it's, I think the, the separation is that I get up and do those things whether I want to or not, right? Mm, yes, exactly. Mm. And this living in the world of spiritual fantasy is that I'm going to want to do those things all the time. Right. And I'm going to be motivated all the time. And that's not reality. But what I can do is do them regardless. Mm-hmm. Is that sort of what yes. you're yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. we were just talking and it's like the idea, the spiritual fantasy, like you said, is like, oh, yeah, I'm going to want to I'm going to want to go work with others. I'm going to want to go to meetings. I'm going to want to participate in 12 step world. I keep waiting for that day. <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't come, you know, and like I was telling her, like some people might enjoy certain parts of that and like I I think I like participating in that a little more than the two of you is and what I was saying. Like in Sponsoring the, people? Not even that, just, just like, like in, in the uh, AA world. Yeah. Like I, I go to more meetings than, than mm-hmm. you guys do 
and and that's not like I'm not saying one of us is right or wrong. I right. just that's what I, we were talking about is like everyone's different. Yeah, yeah, and she was like, yeah. Sometimes it's just like I don't want to do it, you yeah. know, and I have a hard time. And especially when you've got like a, a protege or someone that's like uh, hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I remember having a conversation with you once when I was like, when am I going to get a fucking easy home run sponsee that's like some young dude that's fired up and wants to do it? And I was like, yeah, I don't think that's happening <laughs> for you, dude. It's like, I think you're going to be a better sponsor because of the people that end up asking you. But he's like, yeah, I don't think you're going to get just some dude that's just... You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, having a hard sponsee makes it hard to want to, like... Yeah. But but the idea is, like, when I, when I do those things, instead of, like, waiting for the day where I want to do them, I just do them, I feel the reward afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? What, so, what is it then? Are you sort of under the same thing where it's just regardless of whether you want to do it or not, you just keep putting one foot in front of the next. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just, yeah, I just have to. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I was telling Kyle too, it's been a little more difficult lately just because I think like with my job, I do social work and I'm constantly, you know, thinking of others and helping others and listening to others. And um, I'm there, you know, it's like what I do is I help people all day. Um, so when I do that in other parts of my life, like with sponsoring people, and then I also, um, do this other thing, um, something we started in school through the criminal justice system and advocating for people in the criminal justice system and stuff. And I'm doing that on my own time as well. It just gets a little, it gets a lot and it's been a lot lately, especially I've, I've been struggling with my job lately. So it makes me not very motivated to do the other things in my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I still sense. do them. Well, and like what I found is during those times where it's just like, it's just work all the time mm-hmm. and it's not enjoyable and I'm not um, wanting to do it. W- when I get to the other side of that is where I sort of find the reward mm-hmm. and the growth. And when I look back is when I see how much I've grown from that. Right. And like, um, you know, I struggled at work for, you know, a good period of time, I did just didn't like the way things were being ran, and it just made difficult things difficult on everybody. Mm-hmm. And now that that time has passed, I've been got to enjoy my work in a way that I never even knew I could have because mm-hmm. I appreciate what I right. what I have now. Yeah, so totally. There's always that light at the end of the tunnel. Hopefully, yeah, <laughs> maybe not. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it's just gonna get worse, Megan. Right? That's kind of like oh. that could be an option. <laughs> it could. Yeah. <laughs> That, but it's, um, what I, what I get, what I like is like Megan deals with these hard things and then just keeps doing it. You know, that's the one thing that I notice is that you like just keep Mm -hmm. doing it. Yeah. And I like, I I appreciate that when you guys were talking about me on that podcast the other day about how, you know, I've been struggling for work for the past several months, you know, Mm -hmm. every, all that shit went down and it's been hard, but I didn't think I was handling it that well. So to hear that, you know, it's nice to see like an outsider's perspective. And I guess like what I try and do is just not make things worse. (laughs) You know, like I try to have a positive attitude at work. I definitely don't all the time. I definitely bitch and complain just as much as anyone else. Um, but you know, I could have, I could have made things a lot worse. I could have quit. I could have, um, you know, yelled at my boss or, you know, this and that. I just try not to make things worse. And it, mm-hmm. given enough time, it usually works out and enough patience, which I'm not very good at either. But yeah, 
Well, and that's like the thing where for me, um, like I always want the the spiritual principle, like patience or perseverance mm-hmm. or whatever, but I don't really want to do what's required to, to learn how mm-hmm. to, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, I want to be more patient. And I say this all the time, then like, what happens is I get opportunities to practice patience. Mm-hmm. I don't just become a patient person. Right. I get all these opportunities to practice that. And that's what I get to see. Like I talk about a lot on this thing is like, I get to see you do that. And I, I, Aaron and I talk a few times a week and you know, I get to see you guys practicing those spiritual principles and then coming out the other side as a more patient person mm-hmm. or like with a better understanding that things are going to work out and I don't have to like, temper tantrum and stomp around mm-hmm. to get my way like you guys. So that's the cool thing of being a part of people that are working a spiritual program is right. like for me, I get to watch two of the closest people in my life do that pretty regularly and then come out the other side and like things work out for them. And I'm like, Oh yeah, it reinforces for me. Like if I just practice the, the spiritual principle, mm-hmm. things are probably going to work out and I don't have to try to get my way right. because it'll just kind of work out, which is cool. And that's, that's yeah. happening right now for you, like with mm-hmm. work and you know, that it, it, it did happen for you at work and that's kind of cool to see. So, yeah, you were talking about having to learn those things by experiencing them and by doing them. I remember when I had been sober the last time and, and writing inventory and just seeing a, a large fear of responsibility that was keeping me from participating in things and trying in things. And, and so, you know, I did the fear prayer that's in the book about, um, when we write, you know, after we write down our fears and, and, uh, it was like right after that, we decided to have a workshop here at our, I think it was either our district or our group was putting it on. I think it was our district because there was more pressure. And so I was spearheading this workshop and I got put in charge of it and I had to do simple things like reserve a room, order food, you know, (laughs) stuff like today don't seem like a big deal at all. Mm -hmm. But back then I had no experience with any of those things and it was terrible and it was super, I had so much anxiety Mm -hmm. all the way up until it was, you know, completely through. But because of that now, like today I get to sit on the, um, that conference committee and be a part of that and have to do some planning and some ordering things. And it's not a big deal because I know how to do that. Yeah, you I, have the experience. Right. Yeah. 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 And in my personal life, I talk, um, talked several times about like, um, you know, when I got sober this time, we decided to sell the house and and been lived in for almost 15 years and not a lot got updated, or, you know, and there was just a ton of little shit to do. And, and uh, I mean... I was so the opposite of that when I told Amber I was going to do it. She was sure I was going to overwhelm myself and end up strung out again, honestly. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, like, uh, I get to apply that both in the program and outside, but it comes from just stumbling my way through it. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I was using that, your house story, as an example the other day with a sponsee who's kind of waiting for stuff to happen. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, yeah, well... Karen, you know, just ended up like, was like, oh, I have this because he had this intuitive thought, but then he was kind of waiting. Yeah. And I was like, Aaron had this intuitive thought. Maybe we could sell this house. But then 
immediately followed up with like four months of action. Yeah. <laughs> and then eventually came like the result and the reward and like, oh, financial security and, you know, this wonderful house you have now. And like, I was like, but what happens is the intuitive thought came and then he followed it. And that came with action. Like, it's yeah. not like the intuitive thought comes and then I'm just, things are fixed, <laughs> you know. Which is sort of like getting back to what you guys were talking about this morning and getting back what I was thinking about, I sort of wanted to talk about. It's just, I can't express in my life how much it's been just a matter of doing. It mm -hmm. just always has to be doing. Because I can, because what I have done is read spiritual Liter literature to no end and then waited for something to happen mm -hmm. to me, right? Yeah. I've made my mind up on what I want to do and who I wanted to be yep. and nothing happened to me. Mm -hmm. And I've like that was like me always looking for the easy way out prior to arriving to the 12-step group and tapping into this power. And like, I, don't, I don't have to live that way anymore. Like right. I, I just get up and do. And mm -hmm. again, I don't always take the action that's probably most principled or, or maybe... You know, it's not the the most direct path, but I learned I learned shit even in doing mistakes. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. so the biggest ones, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah biggest way to learn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, and like for for you, like you you keep. That's what I get. It. You just keep doing that. You know, like yeah. you just keep taking action, and then like putting yourself out there, mm -hmm. and then you know, like I don't know. It's cool to. That to me is the the whole purpose of yeah. It doesn't always you know. F well, it feels good afterwards, kind of like exercise or something. You know, mm -hmm. I think we were talking about this in a meeting the other day. It's like um, sometimes we don't always want to get up and exercise, or we don't want to meal prep or this and that. But like you do it, and then you feel better. Mm -hmm. Just like sometimes I don't want to go to a meeting. I don't want to you know go meet with us you know, a sponsee or whatever it is. And it's not because I don't want to meet with them. It's because I want my own time. Yeah. I want, I don't want to go to a meeting because I want to sit on the couch or whatever it is. Yeah. Like I don't, things that encringe on my time, I have a real um, internal problem with, and that's, that's me. But when I, you know, do meet with the sponsees and do go to a meeting or go to the gym or whatever it is, I always feel better afterwards. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I always feel kind of bad too, because I like to bitch a little bit about it to Kyle and whoever's around me first. <laughs> yeah. God damn yeah. it. <laughs> but you do it. But then I do it. Yeah. But you take the action. Yeah. Yep. You right. have exactly. to. You yeah. have to. We don't always have to be happy about it, motivated no. about it. Mm -hmm. like, yes. Yeah, I mean, and that's it. what we were talking about this morning mm -hmm. is it's like, I, I'm fully aware that it's not good if I want to be selfish with my time. Mm -hmm. I'm fully aware that that's not good. Right. Yet I still want to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we still do it sometimes yeah, too. Like exactly. we're not perfect. Yeah. But and yeah, I'm fully aware. Like that's not a good move to like cancel or skip the gym or call. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm, I know that that's not the right thing to do, but yeah, it's like pulling teeth to go do that sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes. And the, the thing that comes is like, for me, I just have had to have this realization that like, not everything I get to do is fun mm -hmm. yeah. or like enjoyable yeah. But or then, Yeah, wonderful. but then it's like you do these things in one area of life and things work out in other areas. Like yes. even when I don't know what the outcome is going to be, um, yeah, like meeting with sponsors and no, doing what I know I need to do, mm -hmm. it translates into other areas of my life. Whereas like the work stuff is like, I think it's going to work out, you right. know, and it is working out. And I 
feel good about it, even though it's a little scary. But yeah, I feel like that is only because I've continued to do this stuff. I yeah, big time. Don't you? I think so. Like, um, I always t- I used to talk about this a lot. Like cheesy shit of like uh like I kind of learned how to like what I learn in in a meeting or in AA or through doing the work ends up overflowing into the rest of my life so like I learned that like things are going to be okay and then like at first I learned that about my drinking problem and then it kind of overflowed into like my financial problems and then into my relationship and like but what happens is like the same thing I like everything's going to work out and it kind of does mm-hmm. overflow. Into, Even though one has nothing to do with the other, yeah, it does. Exactly. It's weird. Well, and I heard it explained like this and I'm completely borrowing this. This is not an original thought, <laughs> but when I step away from this problem that I think I need to fix mm-hmm. and I'm over here working with others and helping other people, mm-hmm. I'm removing myself from this other situation and allowing God right. to get involved in that situation mm-hmm. and work it mm-hmm. out while I'm over here helping others or doing what I'm and mm-hmm. le- and lo and behold over here God takes care of this situation and yep. it works out the way and he's you know like yeah. that's the that's the thing exactly yep. just get the hell out of the way get sometimes. out of the way yeah yep. and and then what it does is for me it reinforces that I can do that like I can not be involved in stuff and they work out great and then I want to be involved less with you know what I mean yeah. like over time mm-hmm. it was like God intervenes in my life enough that now I have faith that like it's going to be okay in everything, in yeah. other things too. And yeah. so then I'm like, oh yeah, it's all good. Like I don't really have that much to be worried about yeah. because, mm-hmm. like, I have faith now that like I've seen it work multiple times in multiple areas of my life. It's going to be okay. Yeah. And, I mean, granted, I don't always have that attitude, but underlying, I think, like in the in the depths of me, I know that that's true today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I was also thinking that book that you're. Uh, your sword book that you thought you did, you couldn't get down with. Oh yeah, yeah. That I I try to have Aaron read this book. That's mm-hmm. super cool. What's it called? Uh, the Book of Five Rings. Yeah. It's this book about this dude that was a uh, samurai. He's like the most legendary samurai, and he wrote this book, and it's a bunch of spiritual principles in it. But he talks about when you master your craft, it overflows into other areas, kind of mm-hmm. like what we're talking about. So mm-hmm. like a, he's a master swordsman. Well, it's not just the fact that he's really good with a sword. It's that he's dedicated and he's determined. He perseveres. Mm-hmm. He's hardworking. He puts in all that action. Those things stick with you no matter where you go right. in life, whether you're swinging a sword or mm-hmm. same thing. Like if I put that work in in AA, it overflows into like my professional life, mm-hmm. my financial life and stuff. So yeah, yeah I would. I really liked that book. I know you were like, what the fuck are you having me read? <laughs> yeah, I was not coming at it from the right mindset. Or I thought it was going to be like, you know, so much, so many times like... Um, what like, did you say when you called me? You like, is, it, is it the book where the guy's talking about swinging swords all the time? <laughs> are you talking about the sword fighting book? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> because so much of that, so much of that teaching, that that's Japanese, right? Yes. So much of that... And even like the Zazen stuff that I'm um, listening to Mm -hmm. that I think is more of a Chinese background. But so much of it is so indirect in its teaching. And I'm just not, I'm just like, will you just tell me? (laughs) Just 
<laughs> Say what you're saying, man. No metaphors here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's so funny. So, uh, <laughs> That's awesome. or, or maybe I just can't get down with those. Cause you know, like Dan, I speak in analogies and Dan speaks in them. Maybe they're just too, too ancient for me to, uh, comprehend so for funny. my mind to those. comprehend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> but yeah, he called me and he was like, I don't think I'm listening to the right book. <laughs> I was like, what is it? He's like, is it a book where the guys talk about sword fighting all the time? Like, yeah, yeah, kind but... of. Yeah, he's given very specific directions on how to f- counter moves and yeah, and fight be, with two swords yeah. and all of this. That's and, so funny. And yeah. I'm just driving down the countryside, <laughs> off in the distance, zoning in and out. Yeah. Is he still talking about that move? And and uh, oh, so I was like, funny. this maybe because there was a couple. I was like, maybe I downloaded the wrong one. But then <laughs> Gotta I, look deeper. <laughs> yeah, but then I downloaded a book called um, uh, Zen Mind, Beginner's Mind. And uh, it's a lot the same. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's like I can't even explain it. But it's like if you're doing zazen, you're not doing zazen. <laughs> if your wife is laying in bed, she's also zazen. If she's up and about, she's also zazen. <laughs> but only if you're zazen, then everything is zazen. Oh and I'm man! Like, huh? <laughs> I'm like I love that stuff. I'm like. <laughs> I have bucks. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, I think that's from that's from Ty. That's where I get really interested in that because that's like everything he gives me is like very, very subtle spiritual lessons. And like, like Paul Hederman, the shit that he gives us, it's yeah. like way out there. Yeah. And you're like, I, I think I kind of understand <laughs> what you're saying. But yeah. Yeah. So Megan does, you read and do all kinds of shit. What, what, um, I ask everybody, and I don't think I asked you, what's, what books are you liking to read? Um, well, let's see. Besides Penthouse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and she, she reads more than anyone I know. So she, I, she, yeah, she'll recently read just fiction got and nonfiction yeah. and spiritual books, and she just consumes a lot of literature. When I can. I actually just um, got done with one book. You know, have you heard of The Kite Runner? Yeah, I read it. You did? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm starting that one now, but I read the book that he did like after that. I think mm-hmm. it was like, oh, and the mountains echoed or something. It was really good. Um, the, my sister used to send me books every year for mm-hmm. Christmas, and Kite Runner was one of the ones she sent. Did you me. like it? Yeah, yeah. What's I'm that just about? started it. it it's it uh, is it a fiction book? Talk to yeah. me. About, it's it's absolutely a good book. It's like it takes place in Afghan like Afghanistan, just okay. like his other books. But yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's rough though. Is it? Yeah. yeah. The other ones, so I just got done reading that, but I um I've been studying for my exam, so I've just been reading a bunch of and what stuff was about the test social you work. Passed? Uh, licensed you, clinical social worker. Okay. LCS. Yeah, I heard you try and say I you're like, like it's a clinical something or other. I was like, I know I'm saying this wrong. Yeah, she's definitely a clinician. Yeah, I'm, I can be. Well, once I get my hours, I can do clinical work. But I passed my exam on December nineteenth, so I was kind of consumed in reading about um different social work type things and mm-hmm. psychology and different therapy modalities and whatnot, which that t- stuff is never ending. So, um, what yeah. was the one you read? Um, damn, they're going to get boat raced. Yeah. This is a bad game. Yep. What was the one you, you, uh, you read every morning? Um, the new beginning book. Is that what it is? Yeah. I got that, um, when I was up in harmony, there's like flowers on it or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do. I've read through it now like is four it times. No, uh-huh. it's like a big book, but it's just basically like a every day there's a, a little blurb or whatever, a, something motivational or something to just kind of get me thinking. So uh, I read that every day and then I'll either like journal about that or not. Um, and then I do my guided meditation, which Aaron is against. But 
I mean, if you want to <laughs> cheat, that's your business. You journal like, do you journal like every day still? Um, It's almost, it's like every other day or yeah. so. Yeah, every few days. In the evening or in the morning? In the mornings. <clears throat> just, mm-hmm. are you just, do you just write down your thoughts? Yeah, like um, kind of going off of whatever the reading was for the day. I'll like kind of meditate on that and think about it. Um, what was the one I did today? It was about... Well, since it's January 1st, I think it, uh, you know, talked about new beginnings and not letting your past define you. And, um, you know, it talked about, oops, um, it talked about. Quit breaking our shit. Sorry. God. <laughs> it talked about like um, having having faith in, you know, what's to come and not worrying so much about like the past or the future. And uh, just basically what, like we just talked about, knowing that everything's going to kind of work out mm-hmm. um, and that like help is available at any time. Mm-hmm. And so, and then also my brother and, um, his wife, Rachel, they got me this book, <laughs> uh, don't sweat the small stuff. Cause I tend to worry. And, um, yeah, if you know me, I tend to worry and get anxiety and, and things like that. It's like a little purple one. Yeah. So I was, this is a couple years ago, but I must've been worrying about something enough for them to notice. So they got me that book. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. <laughs> so there's like a hundred, a hundred different, like couple page, um, things about don't sweat the small stuff, like, um, like view like other people as an anthropologist was one of them recently, I think. So like, instead of becoming upset and, um, judging what other people are doing and like taking that in, it's like, just be more curious about it. Like, huh? Oh, that's, that's interesting. You do it that way. Easier said than done. Oh yeah. But that's a good idea. Yeah. It's just, yeah, that stuff just kind of, kind of tries to get me into a better mind space when I Cause you probably do like what forty five minutes every morning. Well, forty five minutes, yeah. When I of like when reading, I, journaling, mm, meditating, like the whole deal. Meditations, mm-hmm. yeah. Especially How if many? I don't work. Forty five. Like Usually every, about forty five. Every single yeah. morning. Like if when I get up. I just feel really bad about myself now. <laughs> yeah, it's well, she's I've, a beast, dude. I've That's what I try to say <laughs> all the, the time. Thing. <laughs> I, st- I stopped comparing myself to others. I thought. Yeah. Now I'm gonna just. It's not a good thing. Ooh. It's because I need it. <laughs> Before you guys leave, you have to check out the meditation pillow Amber Ooh, bought me for Christmas. Yeah. So. Cool. Heck yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I was, I've said that before, like you're a beast on your morning routine. If like, I, yeah. If I get up at seven, I'd meditate until, and then I'm eight. at the gym by eight. Yeah. But if I work, then I only do like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. <clears throat> it's more than that, I think, isn't it? I don't know. It just kind of depends. It's a lot though. Yeah. yeah and I, more than I do for sure. The one I'm doing, I do like a, a Headspace app. I'm sure a lot of people have heard of that, but the one I'm doing right now is uh, pr- like they do these courses. Mm-hmm. So they take you through each day and like each one kind of builds on the, the one before. And the one I'm doing now is appreciation. Mm-hmm. So it c- talks a lot about like, you know, what, what am I grateful for? It really gets, gets me out of my self pity. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. And then I like it. What's the, uh, that one, the, the Buddhism book that you really liked? I think um, you just gave it to Rachel. Oh, I gave a, co- a few to Rachel. Um, the Power of Now was really good. The Untethered Soul. Wasn't that? And I just re-listened to that, though. It's so good. What was the, the Untethered Soul. It's my, I just yeah. re-listened to it yeah. again this week. It's my favorite book. I tried yeah. reading it when I was drinking. I don't think I latched on. You should check <laughs> it out again. It's it's my favorite. When I first got back from Mexico and nothing made sense, and the only thing I could watch on television was live sports because everything else <laughs> seemed ridiculous and contrived, and I was this weird, I was oddly attuned to the world, mm-hmm. and like 
the only thing that seemed real was live sports because they were real. They're real, they were yeah, right. that's yeah. funny. And and it was like so huh. I wasn't watching a lot of, and so I would listen, mm-hmm. and that was the book I had was the Untethered Soul, and just listening to it in that raw and in tune state was absolutely mm-hmm. it was a game changer. Oh, it was, I mean, it was a good way to get started. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. It's, it's radical like, acceptance. That's what it was. Yeah, Tara, that's Tara Brock. That, is that and by then, Tara Brock? I didn't. Yeah, know that. it was. It's by Tara Brock, and then she just uh, is made that name a, made up. No, no, she's, she's the awesome. uh, guided meditation person <laughs> oh, okay. I listen to a lot. Well, she does guided meditations. She has a free podcast. So she like sometimes I'll put it on before work and she'll talk about like compassion or God, cool. to so many different things. But she has a new book coming out. It's um, Radical Compassion, actually. That's cool. I want to read that one. She's too. cool. What, she's the best she's, guided yeah, meditation person awesome. to listen to. What is radical acceptance? Is that similar into like the untethered soul? Kind of, yeah. Like, you mm-hmm. just accept what is, let the mm-hmm. energy pass through you, mm-hmm. kind of no thing. attachment because she's Buddhist, okay. um, Buddhist in background. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's basically that, and like the power of now, you know, mm-hmm. like the watcher. Yeah, I was doing that one this week because I was like, I um, try it sometimes. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it is, it is because I was like, um, having two sides of a conversation, mm-hmm. and I was like, hmm, yeah, neither side is you. Yeah, <laughs> so, I am the watcher. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I've just been going through this thing that you know lately where I've just been trying to just like. Whatever's happening in your world, it has nothing to do with you, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. it's it just, things just are and everything mm-hmm. just is okay. Because, like, when you were talking earlier, you know, about um, when you, that thing was talking about, you know, not judging other people, mm-hmm. I sort of had the realization that the only reason why I'm judging them is to make my life make sense right. to me. totally. And so I don't need... If I can just not need my life to really make any sense, mm-hmm. then I don't need to really care what anybody else is doing right. either. You know yeah. what I mean? It's so hard to practice, though. I swear, like, because I I know this and I try it, and I get to work and someone's rude to me, and I'm like, well, fuck you, then. I hate <laughs> right. you. Never doing you a favor again. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm. It's bad. They come out from work and their tires <laughs> are all flat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's uh, it's. I need. I didn't know that was by Tara Brock. I need to. You read should that. read it. Yeah, I would like to. Yeah, it's a. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. I listen to her all the time. Okay, not all the time. Not all the time. A few times yeah. a week, though. I do. I was, she's good. I was going to tell you earlier too, because my cousin's in. She's also in social work, mm-hmm. and you guys, you guys met and yeah. hung out a little bit. But she had told me a story, and, I, and I'm g- just going to give a vague summary mm-hmm. of it. But um, she was also sometimes her job requires her to advocate for um, people that are in the criminal system Mm -hmm. and uh she had really felt strongly about a somebody that she was representative and um on opposite of her was a was a parole officer and um they had a little back and forth and she ended up getting upset in court and crying Mm. and um and then afterwards the parole officer had came up to her and was like hey look i'm on your side we're on the same team like Mm. and and I think he maybe even had a change of view, like as it was happening and a mm, different understanding cool. of what's going on. And so wow. like, cause she said at first he was gaslighting her, but then that like her being vulnerable mm-hmm. and, and, and showing her emotions and her care and concern for the client sort That's of so cool. melted his icy exterior. Uh-huh. And like, it was this really cool moment that, the, that they had. And awesome. it was like, um, prior to that was all the work, that we do begrudgingly going mm-hmm. into it that we were talking about that we don't want to do that drains us that's mm-hmm. difficult but then we just get that little nugget of payoff right in that moment that sort of allows mm-hmm. us to keep going it was a 
super cool experience. I was glad that she shared it with me. Wow. Because I can use those nuggets too. You were talking about Mm -hmm. seeing two people in your life, and I was thinking while you were saying it, that's why it's important for me to stay close to the fellowship. Mm -hmm. Even though I'm not, it's important to me to have a handful of people in my life like that because it just, uh, those little nuggets, Mm -hmm. even though that one didn't happen to me, I see that and I'm like, ah. Mm -hmm. Those nuggets are your nuggets. Yeah. Because they are, yeah. Because like in our life or in my life, I only, well, not, I could probably be more positive about that, but sometimes they are just little nuggets, you know, but that's probably just my negative perspective, (laughs) more negative than positive sometimes, but yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. We're we're 40 minutes in. We probably should have some more. What's that? I said we should probably talk more (laughs) about me. On a side note, um... When you were ta- when you've talked about some of your stories of uh, like fear and things like that, I remembered um, back when I was drinking, I used to be afraid to like um, change a light bulb. So that's you did. Yeah, I couldn't even like change light bulbs. I couldn't do anything. Megan is like the female version of you. Her yeah, and I have you decided. S- you say things, and I'm like, oh my god, that's totally <laughs> all the yeah. time. It would explain why we all hang out. Yeah, yeah she yeah. relates to you during like when she listens to our podcast uh-huh. she, every time she's like that Aaron was killing me with this and I'm like yeah it sounds the just laundry like- and ma- th- throwing a fit like that's me mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> smallest thing yeah, yeah I'm like ah <laughs> yeah it's funny one, so one time uh oh the the testosterone thing when we first started so I was at the time producing too many red blood cells because of our elevation and because I don't because I didn't exercise and so my red blood cell count was high and uh and so if you're on testosterone and your count is that high it'll actually have a negative effect and make you tired so i'd have to um give blood so i'd go to the so i went to the blood bank here and you have to lie first of all which even i still i never felt comfortable lying like that was the thing like even when I was drugging, well, I guess I felt comfortable <laughs> with some lies. But anyway, I didn't feel comfortable <laughs> lying on the thing and telling him I what because they ask, is this for a testosterone replacement therapy? Mm-hmm. And I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> but then my blood pressure was so high that I couldn't do it. And so then we had to drive all the way down to Fort Collins because that's where I get this done to have them take off a bunch of blood so mm-hmm. that it could come down. And... You know, poor Amber, poor Amber. I was such an asshole. She signs this up for this thing that I love now, right? That I just love now. But at Mm -hmm. the time, I was just like, what an inconvenience to me. And now for it to even work, we've got to drive all the way down to Fort Collins so I can get my blood. And I was just like (laughs) screaming in the truck. I was like, I hate this. (laughs) Like like a child, like a three-year-old was. I was like, I hate this. I hate this. And I was calling around town trying to figure somebody that would just do a therapeutic phlebotomy is what it's called Mm -hmm. trying to get him to do it here everybody's like what i'm like i didn't know what it was called Mm -hmm. i was like do you take blood (laughs) 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 just freaking enraged my poor wife you know i mean it's she's still she'll still have this experience and i know and i have it too with some other people that you know that i've been around a long time but like when we're interacting with somebody together if especially if it's something that she wants to do and she can tell that i might be starting to get a little bit annoyed with the person which she she, we're dealing with she'll start to get angry at them Hmm. because she knows that Mm -hmm. i'm like that's not cool that's not cool that i affect people that Mm -hmm. way like it's not okay you know Mm -hmm. and like mike babe 
you're great, you know, but piss on me. <laughs> Who cares what I'm feeling? You know, and if it was that, it's just that easy. She would have said piss on you a long time ago, but it's just not that easy. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so yeah. That's funny. Throwing fits. And uh, yeah. God, that was the one thing when I went to treatment that I related with. It was like common characteristics of an alcoholic, and it got to low frustration tolerance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> story well, that, of my life. That too, like the the anger that you're talking about at Harmony. I had no idea that I was angry. I went to Harmony, and my counselor was like, you are so angry. I was like, what? <laughs> I, I am? <laughs> I was like, well, I'm pissed that I'm here, if that's what you mean. And he was like, no. You have a lot to figure out <laughs> <laughs> you've like, got some oh, problems you got some problems girl mm-hmm. yeah that's yeah i totally relate to that too yeah mm-hmm. yeah it was uh <clears throat> yeah yeah different hey the other thing too we got another really nice five-star review yes on we iTunes did. this year yeah From this year this week I don't know. It says like C I Colin or something. I don't know. I didn't really, I couldn't really, I didn't know what, we don't know who it is, but it was a really Mm -hmm. nice review. Yeah. That's nice. It was really funny. They were like, they said they were having a bad day and then they put on our podcast and they were immediately smiling and Mm -hmm. laughing because Aaron and I were bantering on the one they were listening to and it was really nice. I love listening to them. There was also the one that Kyle erased that was like, hey, that podcast is okay. (laughs) It was like, that Kyle guy, not so much. But this fortunately, isn't a true story. Aaron <laughs> is there to save every to save episode. the day. Yeah. Just so we know this isn't a true story. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, Kyle uh, seems like the Art Garfunkel of podcasting. <laughs> I don't understand that I don't know who that is, yeah. Because we're not fucking 50. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Art Garfunkel. So, so, so sorry. Oh, my God. Simon and Garfunkel. Oh, okay. <laughs> they were a duo. So you're Simon. In the 60s. And then they split up. And Paul Simon had a super successful oh, so that's you. solo career. Okay. And we don't know what happened to Art Garfunkel. <laughs> we probably just went on living life like a normal person. That's funny. Which I'm 100% on board with. But yeah, speaking of... A, <laughs> we don't get that reference. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. We've got to somehow figure a way to bridge... Speaking of bridging the gap, we need to bridge the generation gap here. (laughs) So funny. Speaking of affecting people, though, I think we we do that sometimes, too. With Like yesterday, I think for New Year's, we had these plans to go down to Colorado, and they fell through. My friend Sherry got sick, and we haven't done anything for New Year's in the the past couple, two or three years or something, but... Two years, yeah. Two two or three. Last year and then last (laughs) night. (laughs) Yeah. Which is a little disappointing, but well, I I think it's more, but I don't know. For those of you keeping no, track at home, because the the year before that was when we went to and played pool and hung out with your family. Oh yeah, at the which bar. was which was all right. Yeah, but it was fun. I was doing something on New Year's. But I get a little bitter. I'm like, there's nothing to do in this goddamn town. I hate it. So I get a little bratty. And but I wasn't I wasn't that upset about it yesterday. But I think you thought I was. Yeah. I think that's just past trauma. It's like past trauma. I do the same thing with you because mm-hmm. speak like speaking of like you know being angry and overreacting and getting like really frustrated. Like he used to be kind of like that, but he's not anymore. Mm-hmm. But now I f- think that he is being yeah. like that still, and I'm like it makes me all uptight and uncomfortable and anxious. Yeah, and he's like, dude, I am not 
feeling that way. And I have to do that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm fine. And then that, and then I get mad at that. I'm like, I really am fine, but now I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I think that's when our, when we have disagreements, yeah. it's usually like one of us is assuming that yeah. we're reacting the way we used to. Yes. Yeah. It's so and then, crazy. Then the other person's mad. Cause it's like, how dare you assume I would do uh-huh. that? I'm not like that. Like and, I've done a lot of work on my, yeah. and I'm like a little disappointed, but I'm actually fine with it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even care if we stay up till midnight, but he was like, <gasps> Yeah. Are you okay? Like yesterday, <laughs> I was like kind of on eggshells. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't because of her. It was my idea that she was going to be pissed again about New Year's. Mm-hmm. And so then it was like. Well, and even if I am a little like just, and that's okay, I think, to be a, a little, up, mm-hmm. you know, a little. Yeah. I don't have to be 100% happy all the time. I never am. But You're really good at reminding me of that. Yeah. Because like in my mind, it's like we should always be happy. Always hyper. Right? Always yeah. excited. Yeah. Always and having like, fun. Complete acceptance all of the time. Yeah, and just super stoked about life mm-hmm. and everything, no matter what. And like, she's like, dude, it's all right for me to be a little frustrated and you not make it the biggest deal. I, in the I, world. I have to tell him that a few yeah. times. Yeah, all a the month. time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, I will be okay. Yeah. Give me a second. I promise. Yeah. So yesterday was a good example of that because mm-hmm. I was, she wasn't doing anything, but I was like assuming it was going to turn into mm-hmm. this thing. Yeah. So. But it was good. It was that's one, fun, yeah. It was that's fine. one cool thing about, I think people in relationships do it, but I think everybody, I've yeah. never had a healthy relationship yeah. before Megan and I. So to be able to like... Oh, communicate? Yeah. yeah. And like <laughs> come together and like, yeah. and like be in a little ticky-tat thing and then be over it like 10 minutes mm-hmm. later because we just have a conversation about it. And that's yeah. nice. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's how you're supposed to handle mm-hmm. things like that. Amber and I went through the same thing, and it was um, her parents um, never disagreed in front of her. Mm. Hmm. My parents definitely disagreed disagreed in front of me. (laughs) I'll say. One's better uh, or worse. Yeah, and so like we'd start to get at each other, and I'm ready to just like let's yell and scream and have it out, and she'd never seen anything like that, so she'd be ready to just leave and Mm -hmm. go away, and I want to have it out, and Mm -hmm. she wants to get the hell out of there, and it was like... Neither of us knew what the hell we were doing or how to communicate. But even with like other things, you know, like you'd think the large things in life would mm-hmm. be easy to communicate with, right? But mm-hmm. Amber and I were trying to have kids. It wasn't going very well. Mm-hmm. We were fighting all of the time because mm-hmm. we were unable to conceive. And it turned into this big problem. Mm-hmm. And we decided to go to marriage counseling. And she said, That's Amber, cool. how much for you, not for Aaron, Fuck what Aaron wants. Mm-hmm. How much do you want to have kids on a scale of one mm-hmm. to ten? And she was like, I don't know, five. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm a five. Oh. Both of us thought that the other one really wanted oh to have gosh. kids right. really and then bad. That pressure. Yeah. And so we were both That's thinking crazy. like it became this huge deal having kids. Mm-hmm. And the truth was we were both okay with having them or okay with not having mm-hmm. them. Yeah. But something that simple we failed to communicate about that was mm-hmm. right in front of our faces. And like, that's the way we go through life. We just assume mm-hmm. we know what the other person's totally. going through and we yeah. fail to talk about it yep. until afterwards. Mm-hmm. Don't give me that look, Kyle. <laughs> Kyle just <laughs> gave me a look of your phone. disappointment. <laughs> Are you guys better at it now, would you say? Talking about things as they come up. Yeah. And sometimes I have to realize too, because like the, 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 my actions have had a, an effect on her. And, and that's mm-hmm. nothing... She's a strong person, right? She's 10 times as strong as I am. So I don't want anybody to get the, you know, uh, impression that she's like some, you know, some weak and feeble no. person. Not she's at all. No. incredibly she's strong. Um, 
But I have to like in the moment, I'll see her starting to like mm-hmm. tense up and clam up, mm-hmm. and I'll have mm-hmm. to say, "Oh, hey, I'm a little, I'm a little frustrated right now, but it, it's sure as hell not your fault, mm-hmm. you know." Right. And so, like, mm-hmm. it, if we, if I can catch it and communicate it in the moment, then we can just skip all of that other yeah. shit that comes afterwards. Yeah. Because other words, then we're like, we go at each other, and then we have to come back like three hours later and be like, hey, I was not upset with Mm. you. I was full of fear and blah, 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 and it has nothing to do with you. That's what I I have to tell you that a lot. Mm -hmm. Because I, yeah, as much as you've gotten a lot better with things, I still struggle sometimes with, you know, letting things frustrate me and this and that. So sometimes I'm just like, dude, I just, it's not about you. I just need a second for real. Yeah. Yeah, you're really good at that. You've gotten, like, it used to not be, but I think your communication is much better than mine. It can so. improve. It could improve. But you <laughs> at least are like, hey, like, I I just need a minute to chill out or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I can understand that. Well, and you, you like, give that to me now. I think before, mm-hmm. too, you would I would try to, like, just fix it. Yeah. Get in there and be like, well, be you like, know well, what? what? What's going on? Let me figure it out. Yeah. I've got the answer. Yeah. Yeah. Like, now I'm just kind of oh. like, cool. Yeah. It doesn't escalate. Take anymore. your time and we're yeah. good. So. That's my MO. I'm so uncomfortable. I just, and I think, I think a lot of it probably has to do with just the way I grew up, but mm-hmm. I just do not like that tension in the home. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I want to just right away, I want to get in there and fix it and let's smooth it all over. Mm-hmm. Right. But what Amber needs is just some time. Mm-hmm. She just needs to be upset or disappointed yeah. or yes. whatever, whatever the I fuck it is. <laughs> yeah. She needs that for a minute. And yep. that's not, it has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't really at all. Yep. And it that's, really doesn't. that's one thing that I like. And, this is good because I. It's easy to see when I'm falling short when I have bad intentions, but like when it, like when I'm trying to fix things or mm-hmm. whatever, it's because I care. It's not because I'm like annoyed mm-hmm. that you have problems. It's like, well, I care about you, so I want to fix it. Yes, <laughs> but like I, it's harder to see. Like, dude, you. It doesn't matter that you have good intentions. You still need to just stay the fuck out of it. Yeah, you know, because yeah. it's like, yeah, well, I hard. care, so let me fix it. And mm-hmm. I, I'll Let's get figure in. this out. Yeah, and it's like really what I need to do is just kind of be a supportive well, and person and understand 90, that you want to go through this. Yeah, ninety percent of the time, it's not anything that you can do anyways. Exactly. Like I have to mm-hmm. do it. Like no one else can do it for me. Yeah. So it's it's good to. I would say I've grown a ton, and just I have. Uh, a good understanding and faith that like you and I are, are, are supposed to be together. So it makes it easier to like, I used to be like in any relationship, like this thing could go sideways really fast. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like you hate me, but you also like me. So like this thing could fall apart in a moment. Yeah. You know? So like today it's a little nicer to be able to just be like, Megan and I, I think are supposed to be together. I believe that. So you're going to have some hard times mm-hmm. and that's okay. I don't have to like try to keep <laughs> this thing together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense. It does. I think we've all probably, or the three of us have been in some volatile <laughs> relationships. <laughs> A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I got to learn from those as well. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It just seems like the simplest thing <laughs> to just, it's so, I think it's, just in our makeup that we want to get in there and fix and solve and help, mm-hmm. even with good intentions. And it seems so s- simple and in front of my face that I could never see that maybe what I need to do is just be like, try and empathize a little bit. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, dang, mm-hmm. tough day at work, huh? Yeah. You know, like, 
Like, <laughs> ah, that does suck when that happens. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do hate that when that happens because mm-hmm. I'm like, what you need to do? Do you need to wait for that bitch to come out of work? <laughs> wait for her in the parking lot. You need to fucking do blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> nope, that's not what she needs to hear. Nope. She yeah. needs to hear, God, that does sound terrible, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Because you go, you go the opposite. You're like, well, it, it's it's fine. It's all good. Or like, it's all going to work out. Like you're very positive, but sometimes I'm like, not there. Yeah. Like, Oh my God. Oh, oh you think it's going to work out? Well, what the fuck do you know, I, Kyle? Yeah, exactly. You don't know my Kyle. life. You don't see what I do every day. Yeah. <laughs> well, and uh, what I used to do was either give advice of like, fuck that person. Or like, I think one of the maddest she's ever oh, been was God. when I was like, maybe you should 10 step that. And she or he was would like, like, well, see, Side, side, you would like side with them. I'm well, like, yeah. One thing that I, I <laughs> just naturally do is I, I think it's just how I'm wired. Is I tend to try to look at both angles, uh-huh. and so if you're coming at it from one angle, yeah, I usually am expressing the other side of it. And I, yeah, when you hear, yeah, and she's like, not dude, go over well. shut the fuck up and get my back. <laughs> and I'm like, she's like, are you sure you're handling that right? What about if she did this? And yeah, that? And, I'm like, and I'm like, oh, that's not my no. place. Yeah, no, but nope. my mind. Just naturally, I tend to look at the other yeah, side. Right. It just that's just what I end up doing, and I, I'm not saying that's good. I think it's bad. Honestly, it ends up getting me in more trouble than it's helpful. But it that's especially in our interactions. It's like I don't need to look at the other side. Yeah. <laughs> it's not my job. Here. Yeah, my job here is to love you and listen to your when your I, issues, and and then just be supportive. And if you ask for help, that's one thing. We're just talking about relationships, but that's no, one that, thing I mean, Megan we've does. We've got you both on here, yeah, I mean, as well. Megan does a really good job now of being like, "Hey, I need advice," mm-hmm. and then I know because I I used to give quite a bit of unsolicited advice, and now I really don't think I do much. Mm-hmm. And then she'll say like, "Hey, I'm asking for advice here. What do you think?" And then I'm like, yes. "Okay, now <laughs> I can let me step well, into this." I've been waiting for you to <laughs> yeah, ask. Yeah. As a matter of fact, <laughs> right. <laughs> but it but it's good to be I think our communication has improved dramatically because yeah. yeah. of that. So it's good. Um when somebody calls you with the tenth step, that is a good time to have the contrarian point of view. Yes. And mm-hmm. see the entire side of things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wife has a bad day at work. Not the time. Not, the Not time. so much. Yeah. Nope. Exactly. <laughs> I will bury you. Yeah. <laughs> well, and for the longest time it was like I don't want to say holier than now, but I think it comes off that way yeah. of like, well, you know, yeah. and like I couldn't distinguish between like mm-hmm. relationship and, yeah. and like a spiritual way of life. And and Megan, what I would want to do is try to get Megan into that yeah. spiritual way of life. And it's like, she's going to figure that out on her own. And I I get to see it all the time now. So like, it's, I don't even have to think about that anymore. Like I just am like, yeah, that really sucks. And, I'm sorry to hear that. And yeah, that probably, it doesn't seem fair. And, and like, yeah. I don't co-sign your bullshit, but I just am like, yeah, I get it. I understand. Mm-hmm. Like I can understand why that's frustrating. Yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's nice. It's good. Yeah. It's much better than, much better than, than, it used than to I, be. yeah, than I used to be. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. I've gotten dramatically better. I probably came from like, you know, Amber and I first get together and I don't think she probably even felt safe to sh- show her true emotions around me in the beginning. And then, you know, as we got to a certain point, then she could come home in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. And it got from, why is she being such a bitch? <laughs> to, wait, maybe I can fix this. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. To, wait, this has nothing to do with uh-huh. you. 
just listen, mm-hmm. right? Cool. And yeah. sometimes same thing. Sometimes Amber wants my mm-hmm. uh, point of view, and I can offer it, and mm-hmm. I can say, "Well, let's look at the whole picture here." Mm-hmm. Right. Um, sometimes she doesn't want that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes she's just having a shitty day, yep. and she needs to talk about it. Yep. Yeah, just bitch and vent, and that's like it. That's one thing I find. We've talked about this before. Is like I I generally don't talk about something unless I need your help. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. It's like if I'm coming to you to talk about something, yeah, it's because like I don't know what to do, so I I'm need your stumped. help. Yes, <laughs> and Megan is more so like she wants to talk just so that she can like process it herself yes. and talk about it. And I'm like, that has never even been a thing I've done in my life. So for a while, I'm like, what are you? Doing? Well, when you talk, I think you're telling me yeah. you need help, <laughs> and so I think that might be a guy gal. Yeah, I think it might be. Yeah, talking about it is my last mm-hmm. option. Yeah, always. Right? <laughs> It's like, I'm I not will just try, try, try. Go to that try. one first. Yeah. <laughs> Who does that? Yep. Try, fail, try, fail, try, fail, try, fail. Okay, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Now I guess I'll talk to you. Well, sometimes yeah. it's something just as simple as like when I came home on Christmas Eve and that bitch was saying something to me and I was just annoyed, you know? Mm-hmm. I just had to like, it, it, it wasn't out. a big deal. I ha- I just had to get it out, complain about it. And then like, I haven't thought about it since. Yes. Like that's it. I don't need it. It doesn't need to be solved. I could probably do a better job at not letting it bug me so much, but I am still a human. Like, yeah. So I just need to say it and then it's done. Yeah. That's it. And to be now I get that. I'm like, okay, that's Megan's process in the, in in the past. It'd be like, if someone was talking to me, I'd be like, I, I don't fucking care. Do whatever you want. I'm out of here. You know, I'm like, (laughs) whatever. I don't care. Like, we're not talking about me. I don't care. Why are we? Why? (laughs) Why would you say that? When is this conversation (laughs) going to be over? And so today, I'm like, yeah, I'm present, aware, listen, and then I don't need to do any more than that. Who'd have thought? I know, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy talk. Oh, that's funny. And also, Megan may know that some eye drops found her way into that bitch's <laughs> diet coke and she didn't enjoy her christmas very much did she oh i totally should have done that yeah. serves you right <laughs> oh that's funny that's so funny all right we're over an hour now we can finally wrap her up unless you guys have more uh, i'm having fun yeah it was fun it's nice Went yeah. by fa- it goes by fast i'm yeah. enjoying it yeah. it is it's good yeah yeah what else is just, going on just the one thing was um Again, there's just because my social media has just been inundated with the New Year thing. Oh, yeah. And the one meme that I liked that I saw was like everybody's talking about making all these changes and becoming a different person in 2020. And but I like who I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's, that, cool. that's what the meme said. But it was the first time in my life. Hi, babe. Hey, Amber. <laughs> uh, it was the first time. This is like the first time in my life that I've been like, you know, there's also been the ones about the rough 2019 mm-hmm. that they've had. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, no, I've had a pretty blessed year. Mm-hmm. I feel pretty good about it. I feel pretty good about next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel pretty good about who and where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And, like, this is things that I can't believe I'm saying out yeah. loud because I would have been just too embarrassed to say these things mm-hmm. or felt unworthy. But then, of course, that's why I didn't then feel them mm-hmm. <laughs> because I felt unworthy of feeling them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and, like, change is definitely going to happen to me in 2020. But there's just because changes the changes the constant right mm-hmm. that's the mm-hmm. thing that's inevitable in life has changed so yes. i'm sure i'll experience some changes but i'm not uh looking forward to them or dreading them uh, they right. just they'll just happen and i'll just grow spiritually hopefully as god you know sees fit yep. yeah 
life will just continue to happen. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the thing. I see Facebook too. You don't have Facebook, Kyle, but nope. it's in inundated. Yeah. But yeah, it's, um, I don't know. I think that like what we do and like, you know, a lot of other people too, is it's just like a constant thing. It doesn't really go year to year for me anymore. It's just what we do. Yeah. It's like always changing, always growing. Um, yeah. And I think one of our friends who we talked about coming on mm-hmm. eventually, she put something like a, she's had like a word every year. I think one of them was acceptance and then just, you know, a th- basically a theme of the year. So mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. I would say probably last year, and this is something that I like asked for, like, you know, the universe or my higher power, whatever it is, you know, like help me with my fear. And so then lo and behold, I get the biggest anxiety I've ever felt in my life for a good few months and mm-hmm. had to get through that. Um, but now I don't, I don't get anxiety like that anymore. And then this year I was thinking it's, you know, like we talked about, like patience, I think was a really big one for me, but it, that's been, that's kind of been the case since the beginning of this thing. Like I've never been patient. I never, I always wanted things to happen without any work yeah. and immediately. And now it's like this stuff at work has been going on since July, if not earlier. Mm-hmm. And I'm still, you know, still trudging through it. It's still in the process. Um, patience. And then there was another word, maybe that was it, but do you guys have a theme, a word theme for the year? <laughs> I saw that too. My word would just be do. Mine's action. Yeah. yeah. Action. I, that's how I was just telling a sponsee this the other day. Mm-hmm. I, w- I think I was sharing this already, but I was like, dude, I wish that I was the fucking Dalai Lama for yeah. you. And I had all that's these words of wisdom. That's what I said. I wish wisdom. I was Mother Teresa. Yeah. But it's like not. I had all these words of wisdom. My answer when you come to me is always going to be action. Yeah. Like that's all I got for you. So whether you call me because you're struggling with this or because you can't make a decision or because whatever it is. Mine is always, my suggestion is always going to be action, doing it. Like, well, like Chet, who's been on the podcast, struggling with a decision. Like a year ago, he made a decision. He was going to go to Africa and do some, um, like, um, missionary missionary Mm -hmm. work over in Africa. And then, in like two months ago, he was like, yep, I'm doing it still. And then over those two months, it was like, uh, wavering and like fear started to creep in and all of this stuff going on and uh and then and then we talked and and he was like i don't know what to do and i was like well really the only thing to do is action you either go and you have an action plan of what you need to do to make that happen or you don't go and now you have an action plan of what you're going to continue to be doing <laughs> here so like whatever it is my answer is going to be action <laughs> just pick one and go with it and then he was like when we left the conversation we met for like an hour and a half and when we were done he wasn't going and i just said i would just ask for some direction and when you get the intuitive thought follow through and then the next day he called me and was like i'm fucking going to africa dude cool. i turned in all my stuff i'm going Hell in march yeah and, that's and like, awesome yeah and a day it had switched that's so cool and I, he was like i just I followed some intuitive thought and awesome. I'm going to go. And I, the only reason I don't want to go is because of fear and mm-hmm. that's not going to keep me in. Like, that's awesome. But it was cool because he was like, I'm going. And then he was like, now I know what to do. I got to get this done and this done and this done. And you second guess. Yeah. He's back into the stream of life again. Mm-hmm. And so I think action's the answer always. Yeah. I don't think there's another answer for me. That's what I was thinking about a few days ago, maybe. And that's sort of when I was yeah. talking about maybe what we talk about today, mm-hmm. but maybe posting something on Facebook, but I don't know how to post something without it sounding condescending mm-hmm. or, or just talking. make sure it's one with your shirt off. Okay. That's how, <laughs> that's how I would for the start picture, it. Yeah. Okay. The picture with your shirt off <laughs> and then talk about perseverance and action. And okay. 2020 right. and yeah. something like that. Okay. 
That sounds like a good idea. <laughs> Sorry, Thanks, I Kyle. totally ruined you. No, you didn't. You're good. <laughs> but I started not, but it was just like, you know, it was going to be this thing, and it, and it really came back to that Nike slogan, which is like the best slogan ever, but it's just do it, mm-hmm. right? And like Dan, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Dan was talking. I remember Dan, um, Dan gets to love life, not mm-hmm. the other Dan, um, yep. talking about how when he had first gotten sober, he had this um this really uh this nike shirt and it was just a swoosh and it just said just do it and how he wore that around till there was it was faded and holes worn in it and thin because it just was sort of the mantra to live by and yeah really and when you were talking about when you were talking about what you're talking about with chet you, you know action whether you stay or whether you go it reminded me of that zazen book again yeah. and it was like if you're walking a mile to the east you're not just walking a mile to the east. You're walking a mile back from the west. Yeah. <laughs> yes. like, I love that. Yeah. Awesome. It was like the same thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and if what you're doing is nothing, then what you're doing is what you're not doing. <laughs> like, Stop I it. Love so, stuff like that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And so really it is just. Yeah. That's kind of like speak, thinking of that a little bit more now, too, is I think I want to kind of work more on being more decisive and being, Mm -hmm. um, more okay with my decisions. Cause like, like this thing at work, I've had to make a decision between two different things literally for the, for the past several months. And I've been so indecisive. I haven't been knowing what to do. I've asked everyone else's opinion multiple times. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. probably gotten old to a lot of the people in my life. Um, but for some reason I, um, and I talk a lot, I see a, a couple different energy people and I talk to them a lot about it is I don't, I, I messed up so many things in my life, you know, through drinking and all of that made terrible decisions that like today, I feel like I, I can't fully trust myself to mm-hmm. make good decisions. Mm-hmm. So I'm constantly back and forth. I mean, from big things like jobs all the way down to small things like where to go to eat. Like I can't say what I want. I can't feel what I truly want. Or if I do, I can't say it for whatever reason. So that's something that I think I want to work on. So that philosophy would say that there is no wrong decision. Right, right? and that's what Kyle says, and yeah. it drives me nuts. If you, even <laughs> if, you, if you go to, if you no, go to eat good. someplace and you don't like it, mm-hmm. then you gained a knowledge of what you don't like. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. When she asked what I thought she should do for work, I was like, well... There's no wrong I don't decision. think either one of them's wrong. <laughs> yeah. And you'll either make the decision and like it or make the decision and learn you didn't like it. I'm like, and yeah, she's but like, hey, hey, look at this list of pros and cons. Yeah. What, what should I do? She's like, so what does that mean? What <laughs> one should I do? Yeah. Like, we don't have to make a decision based off of money. So whatever is most important to you. That's a tough it. way for me mm-hmm. to make a decision because um, my mind so many times cannot be trusted. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. it's getting into the intuitive thought and proper use of the will. Yeah. Oh, God, it drives yeah. me crazy. Well, and the cool part, again, like that, th- what really brought the light for me, like there isn't a wrong decision, is Ty. That's all he would tell me when we first uh, started meeting because I'm a very indecisive person. Mm-hmm. And he would just be like, yeah, well, I'm probably all right, man. <laughs> and then he would just always tell me, leap and the net will appear. Mm-hmm. That was one saying he always told me was leap and the net will appear. And, and mm-hmm. so it's like, okay, like I just have to have the faith to leap to take the action yep. and the net's going to appear. And so if I... If I go with this job or that job, all I have to do is take the leap and then it's going to work itself out. Yeah. So that was really valuable advice that he used to tell me a lot. 
I got that experience on day one when I was, when God was like, call your old sponsor. And I was like, why would I do that? But then I did it even though it didn't make sense. And then the next thing I knew, I was talking to my favorite speaker on the phone several hours later. And I was yeah. like, oh, now it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Right? But it just, I have to. Trusting that though. You I have know? to take the action. Yeah. You don't even have to trust yeah, it. Yeah, I guess you don't. You just have to take the action. You just do yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> like Nike says. Still easier said than done, it. you guys. Yeah, I mean. It, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is. Especially when I'm not the one making the decision. That's right. Yeah. I'm for like, you, hey, why you don't do you do it? just do it? You'll be fine. <laughs> Why don't like, you will just I? make a decision? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but don't trust me. Yeah. Trust God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I don't always know how to do that. So. Yeah. And it was funny when Chet and I were talking, he was like, I know you're not going to give me an answer, but what do you think I should do? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm not going to give you I've an answer. I've done that with you too. Yeah. Like, what, so what like, should I do? You're like, so <laughs> I know you're probably not going to tell me, but what should I do? Like, I. That's not my decision. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. But like your attitude toward that has helped me with the podcast because um, in situations like Christmas when we had all those people lined up and um, all of a sudden I had to cancel and like I have this thing where mm-hmm. I like um, again it's this um, self importance that I think that I'm that powerful that the things that I can do are gonna f- affect everybody's life mm-hmm. and I'm like fuck Kyle I think I'm gonna have to work on Saturday, man. What are we going to have to, what are we going to do if I have to work on Saturday, man? I'm going to go, oh, blah, 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 blah. He's like, yeah, it'll be all right. We'll just reschedule. Yeah. (laughs) But I believed that. Like he, if if he was frustrated, upset, he Mm -hmm. certainly didn't show it. And I was like, oh yeah, okay, it will be all right. Mm -hmm. You know, like, all right, then. And And I wasn't frustrated. No, he was like, this is what he does. Yeah. Cause I'm usually that one too. I'm like, what? I overreact or think things are going to be this huge deal. And they never are. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, it'll be all right. And I'm like, oh, yeah, oh. it will be all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just nice to live that way. And I, it's not like I'm like that all the time. There's plenty of times where I'm caught up in that. Yeah. But for for the most part, it's like I said, like we talked earlier, it's like the more I see that things work out regardless of what I do, the more mm-hmm. faith I have that they're going to work out regardless of what I do. It's like Pavlov's dog. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> put a little bow on this thing and we've come full circle <laughs> full circle classically conditioned yeah. <laughs> yeah but that's what i found is just like yeah it'll be fine and if we have to reschedule we'll just reschedule yeah. and we'll go down there a different time and that'll be just fine too so yeah it's it's what i found is that's a much more peaceful place for me to live today yeah you know like i because right. when i'm on the i'm so extreme too so like it's hard for me to not mm-hmm. just want to be on one end or the other yeah. so to find a middle where it's like that's ah, okay and like getting back to like actual art literature you know what kyle just said was pretty much summed up and um when it talked about you know first it talks about men men of faith we we thought they were weak but and really mm-hmm. men of faith have courage because mm-hmm. it's hard to just say eh, mm-hmm. it'll work out and the other thing is that we have much more energy now that we're not foolishly trying right. to uh, arrange life to suit our mm-hmm. needs, right? Yes. Like that's exhausting because mm-hmm. the delusion that we could have some sort of control over the outcome of any of this mm-hmm. shit is so crazy. It's, and the untethered yeah. soul talks about that yeah. and does a good job of laying that out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then to just simply go through life, it, of course it frees me up, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm all that mental energy Mentally, wears my yeah. body. Oh, Even if yeah. you're not physically running around trying to fix things, the internal struggle is real. Oh yeah. yeah. Just every day, every day, no matter like um, if you just sit here and stare at the TV, your brain is going to consume 20% mm-hmm. of your body's energy. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Just not doing anything. That's crazy. <laughs> then start going through with that thing on mm-hmm. rapid fire, going mm-hmm. 
trying to arrange life all day, yep. forget about really it. Really mess you yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Well, and like uh, I, I use this phrase a lot, the illusion of control. Because yeah. that's really what it is, is like I'm just creating, I'm framing in my mind whatever's going on so that I feel comfortable and in control of, of the world going right. on around me. And it's like when I just don't do that, I have I have so much energy and I'm more excited, I'm more energized about life. And it's like... But what's hard about that is that you still have to make decisions. Yes. You know, like you can't just sit there and flow through everything or I wish I could. I think but you could. You yeah. still have to like pick one thing or another. You still have to make choices all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's where I get tangled up sometimes. And then, so where I got that number from about the 20% was mm-hmm. that book I was telling you and Dan that I read about willpower. Mm-hmm. But, and so we each have a certain amount of energy and every time we have to make a decision, it depletes those energy sources a mm. little bit mm. and it thus depletes our willpower a little bit. And mm. sometimes there may be our ability to make good and rational decisions. Interesting. So I think basically what I took out of it and it yeah. might be completely wrong <laughs> so don't fucking hold me to this is just fucking make a decision that's what I was thinking just yes. make the decision yeah a hundred percent yeah because there's not a wrong one right a hundred percent yeah just do, I, just, just, you're right just pick one well we've pretty much we've solved, solved the world's all the world's problems, problems. <laughs> you're welcome everyone <laughs> so just go do that and if it doesn't work out don't call us don't just blame me just blame Aaron only <laughs> for his bad advice <laughs> Uh, all right. Bad all right. Well, Aaron, we have an Instagram, oh. right? Yeah, it's Recovered AF Podcast. You guys were nice enough to put some pictures up. Maybe I should put up the um the med- the nice meditation pillow my wife you got should. me for you. You should show did it Did you off. put up pictures from Estes? I did. I oh, put cool. up ones of us snowshoeing. I didn't know mm-hmm. you did that. Yep. Cool. I'm Johnny uh, on it. And then I put another Johnny picture up of something. Christmas Day. Christmas Day, I posted a picture of me and you. Oh, yeah, we're in front in of new, the tree. We're oh. a new shirt. Fresh fleece. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah so nice. the one we took over at your sisters. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I try to do it. I feel like I'm the only one that does it, though. So <laughs> yeah. pick up some fucking Do the slack. meditation pillow, yeah. It's like when I have something good, I don't really want to waste it on a shitty Instagram <laughs> account. I want to put it on my Facebook account and get the dopamines. Do both. Can't you link them? No, no. you can't. So you I have can. to do two posts. I could, but then you, there are my pictures, pictures would be on your of Facebook. you and my Facebook. That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like me and you. Yeah. yeah. You're like, what? Like, huh? That's funny. But yeah. All right. So we have an Instagram that I post on. Yeah. And the email is recoveredafpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. And we have a guest on Saturday. It's Wednesday now. We have a guest on Saturday. Yeah, so we'll have an over to Laradise for that one. And then we'll have another one probably the following weekend. But we're going to be in Steamboat. So we'll do that sometime before then. So yeah. All right. We'll post cool. pictures in Steamboat too. Megan, yeah. th- thanks for being on the thanks podcast. Thanks for having me again. It's yeah, been for coming eight again. months. I don't know. May? I don't know. You probably know. May. We probably don't. I do because it was the day I graduated. Oh, it was May. It's been a long time. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. Well, thank you for being on it. Yeah, thanks, guys. I always value it.